It's the Saturday Friends Club. Thanks. Hey, Saturday Friends. Thank you, Cadbury. You're welcome. Uh, hey, it's the Saturday Friends Club. We uh, It's a third show. So uh, let's work a little bit. We're uh, having to, the, we're on our third hour. Third strike. Yep. We got to get some energy up here. Have to make sure because we've got one more episode to do of these. Then we can go drink or do whatever we do as adults. Yep. Saturday Friends Club. We watch stuff that we've seen before or maybe not. I am Josh. Sabrina, come with energy. Hello. Uh, Eric. Hello. See, a little bit more energy. We can find it deep in our reserves. Last hour. Last hour. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> They're always complaining. Always complaining. Coffee, Sabrina. I mean, it works for this episode. I mean, yeah, it is definitely about the rich and the famous. Yeah, this and is... how they're always complaining because they got no friends. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Uh, I got no friends. So we are on the third of the three of our friends, uh, our Patreon friends list, where we have uh, pulled their uh you know, listing of shows that they want us to cover. Uh, basically, uh, each week we go ahead and bring uh, what we've seen in the past, what we remember, what we grew up with. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to go ahead and reach out to them and ask, uh, what's something you want us to cover? And uh, give us a little bit of background for it. Uh, today's choice is Radea's mm. uh, over on the Patreon side. Uh, don't, don't look bad down on them yet. <laughs> yet. And besides, uh, this is going to be a really sad story. So now when you think about the fact that you're going to, you know, that's a very small violin that you have it's there. It's getting smaller by the moment. I'm <laughs> uh, Just saying, this is a sad story, so you can't f- hate the movie because it's a sad story. All right? Oh, it's a tragedy. Uh, absolutely. So Rodea writes, when I was a kid, I had several surgeries and I was in for a long time when I was eight. Not much to do recovering in a hospital bed and watch movies, so we would regularly raid the VHS collection on the uh, in the Little On Ward Library. The selection wasn't the biggest, but they did have a few that I enjoyed. After burning through those, I thought to give the others I like Macaulay Culkin, so I gave it a shot. I wound up watching it like a dozen times that month. The kid lived a life that seemed awesome, especially for someone stuck in a bed. And I love the over-the-top aspects of the family and the villain. Amazingly, I haven't watched it since, but this podcast makes me think back to remember it. I'm going to have to find and watch it myself in time for the episode. So there you go. Rodea, get ready. We can give you lots of links to find it. You can get your Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Richie Rich. Is a story about a rich kid. This is a new concept. Breaking new ground. He's rich. He's got money. He's got power. I mean, it has Macaulay Culkin in it. Has Macaulay Culkin in the last movie he does in for before a 10-year hiatus from movies. Really? This is the last movie. Yeah, he's going to have a drug freak out for yeah, a while. He, yeah. he basically didn't like movies for a while. Wonder I mean, why. I don't blame him. Oh, no, Being yeah, a child yeah. star is pretty tough. Uh, he, like, I think we've said in a previous podcast, it was cool that, like, he pulled out of it, and now he seems to be a he yes. seems to be doing really good right now. He's a cutie again. Before he looked like a weird sex pervert. Yeah, he looked so bad. He looked like too like way older than he actually was. But like now he looks like himself, and I can be like, okay, now he looks like how I thought he would look, and he's still a cutie. Yeah. He's a cute boy. So I reiterate my like uh, support for Kelly Culkin come a long way. So that's cool. Cool that even even someone who goes off for, uh, the deep end for a while like found his way back. I mean, I feel like they all kind of do that. Yeah. It's just a way to revolt after probably all the stress. I mean, when you're a kid, putting that much responsibility on someone that young has to be tough. Because when you're a kid, you're not supposed to be a busy person with all these things you have to do with a job. It's just like, that's too much. I mean, the other is like, you're like Mara Wilson and you just like, I'm done with acting and then we yeah. go on and do other things. Yeah. I mean, there's a few kids who did that. Did, isn't Haley Joel Osment? Didn't he stop too when he was still pretty young? I mean, I could imagine after what happened with the movies he was in that he immediately, like anybody that was associated with the prequels more or less just kind of ejector seated them out well that wasn't that wasn't Haley Joel that wasn't Haley Joel also. Oh, okay. oh that that kid apparently went like insane yeah I, I would be surprised he was only in one movie what the hell yeah but if you are in the one movie that everyone hates the most 
Uh, Haleyville Osmond, yeah, he might have taken a break from it, but then he was in, he was, he's been in stuff recently. Hmm. So things gotten back to it. Anyway. Uh, all right. So, uh, Richie Rich, it's a movie about Macaulay Culkin being rich and he's got a, a quirky family and, uh, it's a kid's movie we, like oh, none other. I remember just one thing real quick. We need to, we need to make a, make a promise to ourselves. We, we cannot make a, like, let's do this right now. We cannot make a single Trump reference this entire movie. You, I wasn't going to. There you go. It's, it's. I just wanted to say that he looks like a young Eric Trump at this point. I mean, he, <clears throat> all right, all right. I'm, I'm coming out. Just get that he like he looked his fucking deformed Habsburg ass face. I, I will say a, a, a benefit. His younger brother is the younger version of him in the beginning of the movie, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, really? Aww. Yep. That's that is, not the first time that, he did that, right? No, I think they've done that before. I guess, yeah. Is Kieran uh, uh, Culkin his older brother? Uh, I don't know the, the lineage of the Culkin family. Kieran is the one who was in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Hmm. Oh, okay. I believe, because we're also remember in Home Alone, uh, I believe both of his brothers are in there as well. <laughs> I like Scott Pilgrim. Sorry. Back at it, Josh. <laughs> We can't. We we already covered that. No, movie. we should go back. We no, should we should be no. able to redo movies again and uh, again. You just pick Sonic every time. <laughs> hey guys, let's watch more episodes of Sonic. Uh, All right. Uh, well, tell you what. Um, so had any of us seen Richie Rich before this nope, week? Nope. And I wish we could go back to that. All right, Serena. I probably have, and I just don't remember. I probably did as well, and it was one of those like, "Have you watched Richie Rich?" And it's like, probably. It was about a rich kid. I, I I get again. I get this being like you you are stuck somewhere in these circumstances. There's stuff to watch. You're a kid. Just just the thought of watching a movie is like great. I'm in. Just the fact that it is a movie with moving pictures is interesting. But man, going into this cold uh, now, not so good. Okay, I take that back. Haley Joel Osment never took a hiatus. He kept going. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, good for him. He, he did voice work too. Apparently, he's found a way. He did the voice of Sora in a Kingdom Hearts video game. Ooh. <laughs> He's the same age as me. Well, we should hang out sometime. Well, no, I just, I always thought he was younger than me, but no, he's the same age. All right, Nate. Well, let's call him up. Let's uh, get some drinks with Haley Joel Osment. He's got an awesome beard. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> it. We should hang it's out. Weird with his, he's got a very, he's got a very like egg-shaped head. He's, he's still got his baby face. Yeah. He's yeah. So he's, weird. he looks a lot like he did before. I, I'm, now I'm just imagining an adult body with his face. <laughs> <laughs> he was on an episode of the Eric Andre show. They terrorized him. It's oh, funny. my God. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and talk about... Uh, let's talk about having a butler and having a house that's the size of a zip code. Uh, let's talk about you know wanting to hang out with the other kids and play baseball. Uh, let's talk about... Yeah, let's talk about the weird Sandlot tie-in with this movie. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the fact that the guy from Night Court is going to destroy <laughs> your company. Uh, let's talk about... You know what? That's enough for the segues. Let's talk about Richie Rich. Richie Rich, stylized as Richie Rich with little coin signs for Ooh. the C's. Cool, cool idea, movie. Is a 1994 American comedy film directed by Donald Pitre and based on the Harvey, Com uh, Harvey Comics cartoon character of the same name created by, by Alfred Harvey and Warren Kremer. Interesting enough. The comic was out of production by the time the movie was made. Well, yeah. Oh, I thought it had been out of production for like a hundred years. No, no, no. It had just stopped production. No. Oh, yeah, so it was. Weird. It came out. I Who know was... the comics came out before my dad was born, and then when he and then when he was a kid, the TV series was out, and because I remember because my dad's name's Richard, so he was always called Richie Rich when mm. he was a kid. Let's see. Looks like it officially, if I look at the furthest one back, it is September 1982. Richie Rich Zillions. 
Yeah, I don't see that comic lasting very long just because of the premise. Like, hey, no one's really interested. Check out this rich kid doing rich kid things. But then things. again, somehow Archie is still a thing, and now it's being turned into, like, a, a TV show? Yeah, but that's because Archie changes with the times. Oh, I guess that's true. I mean, they did have a same-sex wedding in one of their issues, I believe. Yeah, but imagine if we, like, took Richie Rich, and then we just, like, it would just gave, be, it, gave it the, like, Rivervale treatment. Riverdale, Riverdale treatment. No one would buy it because, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, imagine the super rich guy solving crimes. Oh God, that's Batman. It would have to be. I mean, it would have to be. It's. It would be Batman, or it would be like True Detective. It would they, be something dark and disturbing. Also, they did take Sabrina the Teenage Witch and turned it into something a bit more edgy for like their Netflix series, and it worked out really well. That show's good. It's good. But I've heard I've heard mixed reviews on Riverdale. I know some people who say it's bad and I know some people who say they love it. So I might give Riverdale a chance because Riverdale does have a tie in with Sabrina the Teenage Witch because Sabrina the Teenage Witch was part of Archie Comics. I, I do I am reminded also obligatory Simpsons reference the episode where Lisa suggests that uh that uh, Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich. Oh my god. That's a pretty good idea. Except I think Casper's older than Richie Rich. Maybe. Well, yeah, but I, in, that, in that episode is like she's pointing it out and it's like maybe he maybe he realized the hollow like the, the how hollow the pursuit of wealth was and took his own life in March and goes like Christ. Hey, kids, can you lighten up a little bit? <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> a good episode. That is that does sound pretty good. Uh we should also mention that this is not Richie Rich. Which is a Netflix series from oh, 2016 Christ. that we just watched the preview for, and holy shit, this is awful! It looks like uh, Young Sheldon combined with like uh, the worst like Disney live action show you could yeah, like, find. Oh my god, Casper is made by Harvey Comics, though. Yeah, that's the same group. Oh my that god, did. it's real. It's him. He died. Yeah, but the the first children's book of Casper was made in 1939, so he oh. is older than. Richie Rich. Neat. Well, maybe the Rich, Richie Rich is the expanded universe. Yeah, it's the prequel, or it's the yeah the prequel. Um. So yes, the uh, as we were mentioning, there's a 2015 series. That Let's not mention it ever again. Just just look at the preview on IMDb. It looks so bad, guys. It looks like an uh, like anti comedy. Oh my well, god. Harvey Comics does not exist anymore. No, so. it does not. It closed it, in 1982. No, it closed written. in 1994. Okay, so. well, it closed recently. Yeah. Uh, or, or around the time that this movie was, which was 1994. <laughs> anyway, let me go ahead and read the rest of this bio on IMDb. Richie Rich is a 1994 American comedy film. But Wikipedia? Yes, I'm reading Wikipedia. You the... said IMDb. It doesn't matter. We got to get through this episode. <laughs> the film was distributed by Warner Brothers under the Warner whatever. Film stars Macaulay Culkin, John Larroquette, Edward Herman. Jonathan Hyde and Christine Eberso with Reggie Jackson, Claudia Schiffer, and Ben Stein appearing in cameo roles. Culkin's younger brother, Rory Culkin, is played the younger role. Uh, while in theaters, the film was shown with a wily Coyote and Roadrunner cartoon called Chariots of Fur. Okay. Yeah, that, thanks, IMDb. Uh, 1998, it was followed by a direct-to-video sequel called Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Thanks, sure. IMDb. Wikipedia. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, budget was $40 million. It made $38 million in the box office. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? Sure. All right. Richard Richie Rich Jr. is the world's wealthiest kid, the son of billionaire businessman and philanthropist Richard Rich, Sir uh, Senior yeah. Richie. Oh, wait, no. Philanthropist Richard Rich Sr., Richie has on, has only his loyal butler Herbert Cadbury as a companion, and See, lacks in, any friends his own age. Yeah, in the uh, it, uh, he he was very like a kind of a fastbender type character. What the the Cadbury? Yeah, I mean well, he's Cad very proper. Cadbury is played by Jonathan Hyde, who was also Sam Parrish and Russell Van Pelt and Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, to give it a tie oh yes, before. that's where I've seen him before. I did like him in Jumanji. Uh, at a dedication to the reopening of United Tool, which, by the way, I want a sash that says United Tool. <laughs> yeah, you are a United Tool. Uh, a factory Richard recently acquired, intending to modernize the factory and give it away to the workers as a token of goodwill. A socialism. A thing, a thing that would never happen. <laughs> like, this movie is all about, like, 
him being like like Let's, we'll give this factory the workers or we'll like take a voluntary pick out just like how how wonderfully like this how wonderfully silly this seems in 2019 yeah like all of these <laughs> things that are like haha why would a business ever do that that's a dumb idea why would they why would they not just be like sucking the life force out of these workers like they do now yeah oh he was also in the mummy hmm. yep. he was one of the other uh the other explorers yeah, yeah i remember that well, that's cool he was what's his name's like bro- brother like the main lady's brother, if I remember correctly, he was probably uh, the Doctor Alan Chamberlain. I don't. Yeah, remember. I believe it was the brother. He was the best character in this movie, and that he was the most bearable. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I I think that we should mention that the entire. I, I want to just cover real quick that the the Richie family is like the most ridiculous in just the way that they're just like, oh, we're constantly giving philanthropists and we do all these things where it's just like, oh no, give them more money and give them more care I, I and don't this... fire anybody. Like we're obviously the most gentle and kind super rich people I think, ever. I think that makes this movie is actually a brilliant satire because it's showing how self-evidently ridiculous this is. Well, I mean, there is there is a point uh, you kind of mentioned it uh today you showed a picture of us of the sexiest man alive magazine people cover yeah which yeah the people cover which just has macaulay culkin is like a 16 year old maybe on it like whatever well, he his looks age like he's eight, though. yeah he looks super young uh funny enough at the time of filming he was actually five two so they had to get taller <laughs> actors to actually stand next to him so he still looked young wow because he actually was like Oh, he God, was, that's, that's, that would be so weird. Yeah. Um, but the entire fact of I've lost my train of thought. Well, Coley Culkin, Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah, but the other side of that magazine is just like nature champagne, and it shows like a bunch of smokestacks. No, I, I checked that again. It's it's not smokestacks. It's like a it's like a, a branch with snow and ice on it. Oh, weird. It was like, it's like a mountain spring ad. But oh, yes. okay. It, it just looked really weird, at least it's from the small. Of, it's kind of out of the shot. But yeah. Okay. I just thought it looked like smokestacks. And it's, I was like, is this some sort of like great satire on like the fact of on like. People magazine? I don't know. I mean, like a fake people magazine. I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. United Tool, Factory, whatever. Uh, Richie encounters a group <laughs> of Sandlot kids he, playing baseball. He encounters like a bizarro version of the crew from Sandlot, which is more like, which is more ethnically and like gender diverse. But they literally, like, they're like the Sandlot kids, and they're playing baseball. And like, this movie came out the year afterwards. I, I I'm sure they were just like a little thing in there. Oh, I'm absolutely sure. Like, just I dusted I, in there. Like, even though I haven't seen Sandlot, is just so much just like, hey, look at this scrappy they, beat a bunch of kids yeah, playing they, baseball. They have they have a porter. They have a like who's in a scene. They have a squints. They have all the characters. Like, they're all like, like, like it's so weird to see that. And also, there's apparently like a direct a video sequel to Sandlot in like the 2000s uh which there's like a girl playing now weird i know which is weird not that it's like wrong but just that like they make a there's a whole scene in the first movie about you throw a ball like you throw a ball like a girl is like the most deadly insult you could utter oh shit yeah Okay. Look at that when you see it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Unfortunately, before he's able to talk to these kids, the overly strict head of security, Ferguson, stops Richie and sharply pulls him away. He looked like a... I, I thought... I legit thought he was... Um, who's the father from Twin Peaks? I don't remember. Either way, he's also the president in Red Alert, too. I okay. thought it was like like something wise, rich, rich wise. I thought it was him for a hot minute. And like, oh, no, he's just like a discount uh, Twin Peaks guy. Uh, Cadbury, ever the third parent, reprimands Ferguson for his excessively physical treatment of Richie. Which was weird because he just kind of like, hey, kid, don't go over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, basically like, grabs him. And, and yeah, that's the thing. He's just like, it's not secure over here. It's like, you're my fucking security. Like, now it is secure. Yeah. He does nothing <laughs> wrong and Cadbury's like all up in his biz. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they were going to kiss. Richard's... <laughs> Richard Sr. <laughs> that look... <laughs> It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> don't worry, Josh. I love it when you grab me like that. Don't, oh, Cadbury. Yeah, don't don't grab the boy. Like, grab me. <laughs> Something like that. I don't, I don't know how Oh, British... man, our slash fiction is going to be great I on I this. don't know how British people flirt. I'm sure it's disgusting. Mmm, <laughs> would you pass some of those beans? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bangers so... and mash! 
What's the name of the of the guy, the bad guy in this one again? Van Doe. Yes. Yeah, but what's his whole name? Uh, Lawrence Van Doe. Okay, so <laughs> apparently, um, in the comics, Van Doe, um, oh, is actually, well, it, Lawrence Van Doe is not a character here, but supposedly his mom, her maiden name was Van Doe. So the Van Doe's were his aunts, uncles, and cousins in the comic book. So they took an existing oh, name, name, but then made it into the a bad guy. The bad guy in I the movie. Gasp. Uh, all right. So Richard Sr. tries to spend time with his son whenever he can, but is usually busy. Hence the family's chief scientist, Professor Keenbean. Oh, my God. Has invented a cellular phone-like machine called the Dad Link that, that pinpoints Richard's location in seconds. He's made the Lawnmower Man like universe inside his computer. Oh yeah, yeah. That that like floating like terrible three D face for him was like, why would you ever make this? I mean, it's a rich kid thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, pinpoints Richard's location in seconds, so Richie can talk to his dad whenever he's on business. Meanwhile. The greedy, greedy CFO of Rich Industries, Lawrence Van Doe, a.k.a. that guy from Night Court, uh, is plotting to steal the rich financial fortune believed to be stored in the rich family vault. Van Doe, with the help of Ferguson, plots to blow up the plane carrying the rich family to as they're flying to England to see the queen. I will say also, I think I believe it's right around this point that they look the montage of what Richie Rich is doing. I'm surprised you did not call me out for the like scene where they're fencing. No, no. I mean, yeah. this, this, I, there are a lot of scenes in this movie that are ultimately kind of forgettable. Totally wow, that is some modern-ass Richie Rich. Ape Entertainment bought his, the rights to Richie Rich in 2011, Ooh. so they started a new Richie Rich comics. Dear God. But uh, he's more like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you would have to do with Richie Rich. Yeah, yeah. to make him more that's interesting. Weird. I was just going to say, I, I, I had a good chuckle because I think, like... I couldn't tell if they were just they were just extras that they just dressed up and just, like, just pretend to be fencing in the background because if they were like actual kids doing that like because usually that kind of thing when they have a sport or something and they need extras they just go get people who do that and like just do your thing in the background we're gonna do some shots over here and so like I, I if in the case if that was like a kid's like fencing club or something guys get it together. Then none of them knew what they were doing. It was weird. And I did catch, there is a shot, like, as they're walking and talking to his friends, one kid, like, completely drops his foil, and it goes, like, flying. <laughs> he goes, like, and, like, has to awkwardly grab it. And I'm like, oh, I, love that they, I love that that's in the movie no one noticed. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Saturday Friends own. I don't yeah. know if that's in the... Uh, in Slammed. The... <laughs> uh, yeah, but that scene was, like, ultimately has Bring this, me... like, weird school for, like, super rich kids and, like... Ben Stein is their teacher, which Ben Stein, like, I've lost my care for him some round, sometime around the aughts. Because he's, he's like an insane, crazy person. Yes. Well, and he's te they're not teaching them normal stuff that kids their age go to school for. They're, he's teaching them business. Yeah, basically, like, the question they have is, like, how do you get the board on your side? And it's like, and it's like it's like a classroom, but instead of a desk, every kid has a like has a like CEO desk with like computer and like fax machine. Yeah. And, yeah, and they're all terribly insufferable. Yeah, and then like also the first rule of defense is not watch your is not watch your rear. Oh no, what is it? Not that. <laughs> well, I mean, he he spilled his macchiato, whatever the coffee drink, and oh, then he man. was really upset. Uh oh, if I spilled that on my jacket, I would throw up. <laughs> well, you probably wouldn't have a precocious Mackie cappuccino thing at the same time you were. Okay. However, I don't it's care. More a, it's more of a red wine thing. Okay. Let's see. Uh, after the failed attempt to on Richie's part to make friends with the Sandlot kids, Cadbury makes a suggestion to Richie's mother, Regina, and arranges for Richie to stay home in Chicago for a weekend of fun with the Sandlot kids. That weekend allows Richie to earn the friendship of the Sandlot kids. Most importantly, the assertive Gloria Panzinski. She's like the union boss, I guess is the thing. Because like the girl on the team, her mother, that's her mother. And she's the union boss for Union Tool. Not, not sure. That was something that was semi-lost on me. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I guess she's here. Okay. This, is, this movie is a weird undercurrent of like, yeah, they're like nice rich people and they work with a union. Just like, oh, movie, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> if but, only all rich people were actually like that. Well, then they wouldn't be rich. No, they would be like, you know, you know you who could still be. You rich. know who is literally as rich as they are in this movie? Jeff Bezos. And guess what he's not doing? This. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. The CEO of Amazon. World's richest. I'm supposed to know who the CEO yeah, of Amazon he like, is. He lives like right down there. Why would I know that? Well, the, the richest man in the world. So, Why so, do I care? So you have to understand that in the latest generation of people, we have a wanderlust for the like richest dumb people of the world. It's like why people think Elon Musk are important. Like, I yeah, don't care about rich people. That's just, the right answer. You you are correct, Serena. You are very correct. But most people, unfortunately, have to hear about Jeff Bezos and read his like super grosso like sex texting or like the starbucks guy going like i'm gonna work i'm gonna gonna be president yeah i'm gonna run for president because some someone tricked me into thinking uh, that i could run for president so they can like grift me for a bunch of money we haven't mentioned who uh, he who should not be named yet okay howard schultz yes um so very yeah hmm hmm all right cadbury begins to fall for gloria's pleasant outspoken mother diane during the plane trip to England, the bomb is detonated. Richard is able to toss it out of the window, but the bomb detonates while still near the plane, destroying the part of the tail, sending Billion Dollar One into the Atlantic Ocean. His father flies like a DC-3 for some reason. Yeah. He's like, he's so rich. Like, I have to fly an old-timey plane as well. It's a fun plane. It's fun. I enjoy it. Richie Sr. and Regina survive the crash and float on a life raft. Believing that Richie's parents are dead, Van Doe assumes leadership of the rich corporation and proceeds to cut many of the charitable contributions that the rich family are known for. This includes closing the recently reopened United Tool Factory, which the parents of the Sandlot kids relied upon for their income. This angers Richie, so with the encouragement and assistance of Cadbury, he proceeds to he proceeds to the company headquarters and as the living rich family member assumes the leadership position. I did kind of like I did smirk at the gag where like they present him with a gold socket set and like I wouldn't actually mind that. So this is one part of the movie that like really starts to make me go a little nuts, which is the timing of everything. I would say the opening credits. Okay, granted. But how long are his, is his mom and dad on that raft? Who knows? I mean, basically, the way the raft makes it seem that they've been out there for a few days, maybe? That's kind of what I felt, yeah. But then there's magazines that pu- publish multiple articles in the span of, like, a day or two about explaining how he's the best CEO in the world and explaining how, like, obviously you can close a factory overnight and just, like, make complete sweeping changes. You can immediately have graphs that show, like, you've increased quarter to quarter, like, in a moment. Well, in the 90s. I mean, it's just, like, there's so much of a timeline of, like, wait, how do you know that this is working? It does seem like they've been gone for months, but then, like, they seem to be totally unaffected by being in the raft. Yeah. Whatever. It's a small point. Yeah, well, but it's just like, how how are you surviving? Whatever, whatever. They're so rich that they can bend the time-space continuum. I'm sure I'm sure Jeff Bezos has like a time ray. Oh, hey, maybe this is an idea. They did crash in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. So maybe if the time effects of the Bermuda Triangle caused them to not... Caused them to not... I don't know if you hear that beeping I or heard whatever. We heard, we heard a noise. Yeah. We've, we've triggered an alarm. I've triggered the time-space continuum it's alarm. The pur- it's the purge here uh, at, at, at Chippewa College. <laughs> it sounds like a truck backing up. It is, yeah. but we're, it's the joke. Um, Funny joke! Yep. Uh, the entire thing that they're in the Bermuda Triangle, so it's only a few days to them, but yet it's actually a bunch of time to the world outside. So they've been gone for like months and months, and yet they've just been there for days. You may be onto something, good sir. So then cocoon can happen afterwards, <laughs> so the spaceship just hovers across in the Bermuda Triangle to keep all the old people alive. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. Thanks, Richie Rich. <laughs> this surprising cocoon tie-in. In which his family is still alive, and then Richie Rich dies and becomes Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yes. <laughs> it's a secret trilogy. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Van Doe assumes he sees this is a minor setback. As Richie is still underage, his ability to run the business is limited by the powers given to him by someone who is able to give it to him, namely Cadbury. Cadbury is framed for the rich family's apparent murder when the bomb, part, the bomb parts are found in his room, which most of the rich family's other servants are fired in mass by Van Doe's edict. He's trying to clear him out, but then, yeah. Vando plots to have Cadbury murdered in jail and have it look like a suicide. With Professor Keen Bean eavesdropping on their conversation, he manages to sneak Richie out and enact a successful plan to help Cadbury escape from prison just as a hulking hitman arrives to murder Cadbury. Though bruised, Cadbury's able to knock out the hitman. Cadbury and Richie then make their way to Gloria's house where Diane tends to Cadbury and Richie uses Gloria's computer to hack into the dad link mainframe at Richie's mansion. I like that the assassin they sent was just like, he's in a prison, but he's like just dressed like a biker. Yeah, he just has biker clothes, even though he's in prison. Why? He appears to have to strangle him with a towel. What yep. happened there? Yeah. I don't think that's how murder works. I mean, just he just had a towel. I mean, he he could have probably brought anything else in with his biker gear. I was really expecting Cadbury to be like a Sherlock Holmes, where he's just like good at everything, and he would like fight like you know jujitsu the guy, but he just kind of like struggles, and then they cut away, and then he won, and then he thrown him into a toilet. So that was weird. Yeah. Um. I mean, he got the biker clothes from the biker dude. No, I mean, like, why was the why was the bike why why was there guys dressed like a biker in the middle of a prison? No, because remember, um, Van Doe was talking to someone, and that the security guy, and the security guy said, "Oh, he's sending someone to make it to yeah. to kill him and make it look like a suicide." So I guess they somehow got a guy to go into the prison somehow. Well, I, I got that, but why is he dressed like a biker? Why wouldn't he? Why like, wouldn't... like, did they just suddenly let a guy from outside the prison yeah. into the prison? You're, I you, guess. You've got, like, a chain and spikes and everything. You're, like, a, looking like a biker. Like, he I probably mean... paid someone off because no well, one came when he started screaming, so well, they well, probably it, paid someone off. Why would, it not, why would it not be a guy dressed like another prisoner? Because, he, because they then... needed an outfit change for later. Yeah. Okay. They, they needed that. <laughs> Listen, they settled on that gag, and they're gonna go for I it. I know. I think that's. I think that's really what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then you have the entire hacking into the dad link. Oy. Yeah. All right. Uh. Let's see. We got four more paragraphs left. Let's do this. Uh, during this time, Van Doe finds out about Cadbury's escape and with Ferguson's help confronts Keen Bean. They tie the professor up and threaten him with his own invention, the molecular reorganizer, which uses nuclear plasma technology to transform matter into different form. Keen Bean states that the lock to the Rich family vault is voice activated and Richard's dad link transceiver was damaged in the crash. And when Richard manages to send out a distress code, the signal is intercepted by Fer Ferguson, who disconnects Richie's modem from the phone line and informs Van Doe that Richard and Regina are still alive. Modem and and phone line? Yeah. Mm, interesting. You know, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. All right. After rescuing Keen Bean from captivity... The kids and Diane manage to sneak both Richie and Cadbury back into the Rich Manor, only to discover that the dad link shows that Richie's parents are inside the Rich Manor. He is shocked to discover that Vando has anticipated his own arrival, which had arranged for his parents' rescue. Held at gunpoint, Vando forces the Rich family elders to reveal the location of the Rich Vault, while Ferguson and his partner take Richie and his friends to the Molecular Reorganizer. Once in the lab... Keen Bean manages to subdue both Ferguson and his partner with the world's stickiest substance called Cementia, uh, but ends up stuck as well. Thinking cleverly, he uses a remote to knock a power bee he uh, to power a robotic bee he created to sting Ferguson, causing him to smash into the machine's emergency off button and thus saving Richie and the others from being bedpans. Yep. <clears throat> All right, because he's a fat guy, you see. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, he was—it was just it's, on his pants. It's funny. He could have just like moved. Oh yeah, well, it's also funny the fact that he's constantly having to eat food too. Because he's a fat guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a large guy, so it's, he has to eat food all the time. It's funny. Yeah, very funny. Funny movie. <laughs> I want to know. I want to tell everybody that 
both of the other two members of this podcast have just pulled up their phones. No, I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm following along as well. No, oh, okay. I was just making sure because it did look like both of you were just hitting Candy Crush pretty hard. No. Okay. I don't, I've never even played I'm just, Candy Crush. It's a reference to using are, your phone. That's it's because I'm looking up stuff about the movie. We're, yeah. here, we're here with you, Josh. All right, I'm just making in, sure. In body and spirit. Two more paragraphs. Vando is eventually led to Mount Richmore, a giant mountainside sculpture of the three rich family heads where the vault is located. There, he is furious upon discovering that the vault only holds the richest family's most precious memories and keepsake treasures, nothing that is valuable that is valuable monetarily. He then learns that the rich family keeps their money in banks, the stock market, and real estate. Yeah, like, yeah, like no normal shit. people. I thought I thought Hughes would have like a Scrooge McDuck vault in here. Yeah, I did kind of appreciate that, that he's just like, we, yeah, what are you, keep, stupid? we keep our money where everybody else does in the bank. Yeah, that, that, I guess I will give, I will credit the movie with that. That was a reasonably clever gag. Desperate to get the money, he attempts to shoot Richard and Regina, which makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Only for Richie to appear in the nick of time to interfere. Vando attempts to shoot Richie instead, but manages to barely phase him because of a special spray of Professor Keen Beans, which makes any fabric bulletproof. The rich family manages to get away, and the chase leads them down the side of the mountain, where they are under further attack by Ferguson and a rock-blasting laser that had originally been used to sculpt the mountain vault. This is such a weird callback. Just a little bit. Cadbury finally succeeds in disarming Ferguson, while Van Doe ends up hanging upside down for dear life after Cadbury blasts away the rock face near him with the laser. Although Richard has never fired any of his employees ever, he allows Richie to fire Van Doe, who is subsequently punched by Regina. Okay. Yep. The, the, big, the big dumb action sequence just wraps up. Yep. He, his big thing is he's never fired anyone. Nope. He's always trusted that people, people do their best work when they feel secure, which as somebody who had been in three jobs last year, kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Um, later, Richie plays baseball with his new friends for the United Tool Team on the Riches Manor Yard with Cadbury as team coach and Keen Bean as umpire and hits a home run, which is picked up by Van Doe, who is doing gardening with Ferguson as part of their work release and who subsequently tosses the ball into the fountain in humili- humiliated resentment. Richard and Regina blissfully state that Richie is now really is the richest boy in the world as he has found the one thing that money can't buy. Friendship. 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 Someone hit the friendship alarm. Yeah, well, it, it da, went da, off. Da, da, that was da, actually da, what went da, off earlier. Da, 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 da. That's a really old song. I don't remember all the words. It is. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I do have to say it's very weird that if you attempt to murder three people... You get their money. Well, you get to do work release on the same grounds that you attempted to murder them on yeah that seems like a yeah <laughs> seems like an oversight seems like uh seems like you wouldn't do that in any case but oh boy hey guys richie rich what what about that Ugh. as i said i t- i 100 get this as a movie that you saw a bunch as a kid and you have an attachment to it going in cold now this is a real rough one uh it doesn't age great. No. Like in the, like as somebody that watched it before, I, I totally recognize that as the like this is in the same span of like blank check where it is just like, hey, it's a kid with a bunch of money. Look at all the crazy stuff he can do. Yeah. He's got a he's got a launcher that will fire kids into a big like a a, a big like pillowy thing that you can be like, Yay, that was fun. Hey, he's got a roller coaster. Like this is all that entire like 90s kid enablement like what if a kid had all the money in the world and could do whatever they want you know essentially the uh more or less the um the home alone except with a billion dollars yeah it's like it's 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 fine as a gag like i i i get where it's coming from but my favorite scene was when the kids were on the roller coaster and his parents were that. in the airplane and it was falling and they kept switching between the kids screaming on the roller coaster and then the parents screaming because their plane's about to crash. That was cinematography. Yeah. Because one was like, Woo, this is fun. And I was like, Oh, we're gonna die. I, I still think that the like people sexiest man alive cover is my uh, favorite just for the audacity. No, the worst for me is when 
they when Richie Rich gets woken up to do exercise, and at first oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to do exercise, and then that hot chick comes in, and then when she bends over, both him and Cadbury will just look at her butt. It's like, okay, I know they don't do it the whole time. They do actually do the exercise with her, but still, it's like, he's a child! A child! We, we agree. Kids don't look it, at women's butts like that. It was That's because they haven't been taught to do that shit yet because they're still innocent, sweet children! Are you having a conversation with yourself? Sabrina's Sabrina's gone gone mad. This is this is this, these are the screams I normally hear when no one else is around. Uh, so some we, we would agree it, w- it was a very uncomfortable scene. Uh, let's see the things that I haven't mentioned here. Uh, Forbes's fictional fifteen actually ranked Richie Rich as the fourth richest ch- child. Huh. Uh, his net worth would have been ten billion. Oh, that's like that's not that's like a. A fraction of a basis. I know. Uh, Sabrina didn't actually know, like, believe that houses in the United States could be this big. Yeah, that's, um, what, what is that? That's the Biltmore Estate Biltmore. in Asheville, North Carolina. Yes, that is, I, that's a well-known landmark. Yep, you can actually go there. Obviously not that well-known, because I didn't fucking know about it. Uh, you can stay there, you can stay the night, you can stay at a cottage on the grounds. Mm. Uh, they do. Romantic. Yeah. It it actually does look like it's really a really really nice place. Well, it's just like a giant like Victorian like like palace kind of thing. I mean, yeah. that's why I thought it looked weird because it looked too like traditionally European. British. And honestly, like again, I don't keep track of rich people oh, and where they what, live and Sa- all that shit. What, Sabrina, you don't keep track of big fancy buildings? No, I mean, I know, I know, like some really famous ones. Like I know about the. So you the, do know at least one. Oh. Like I know. Yeah, the, give us a famous building. The Winchester Mystery House. Yay! Got it. <laughs> I gotta say, I went to I went to uh, Hearst Castle not that long ago. Really disappointing. Well, that's the other famous one I know about is Hearst Castle, and that's the kind of other one I want to see. But mostly, I want to go there because mm. they have wild zebras. Wild zebras. You can't really go see them though. Wild zebras. But you might see them like when you're driving down the road. They may just be off the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, you might see a ghost too. What? You must like I, I went to the SF Zoo recently and they had zebras and they're like right I know there. but these are wild zebras. They're from when Hearst Castle had its own little zoo and then people decide, oh, we're just gonna let these animals that don't actually belong here wild. Yeah, because yeah, this rich fuck stopped in paying us. California. Yeah, this has so been California has wild zebras. This has been uh, uh very very in California talk for everyone out there. Yeah, it's almost like we live here. Yeah. Wild zebras. <laughs> Just gonna port this one down for a while. Um, so wild zebras. No, your mic is off. That's why I went to your mic. All right, smart ass. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, I get this. I get this as a big like zany kids movie, and the premise is there. But man, it does not. This is not a movie I would show children now. Yeah, it doesn't really hold up, unfortunately. Jonathan Hyde replaced John Cleese. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. I mean, that would that would that would be very sad for John Cleese. Though he's been in worse movies. Uh, Tim Allen turned down the role of Richard Rich Senior. What? Mm. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> a new solid gold mean, Binford chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Hyde was my favorite character. In this yes, movie. he was by far. Well, the, yeah. well, then it would make sense that it would be United Tool. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what if it was what if uh what if uh what's his not Wilson this is par- Al. What if Al was the, the Van Doe guy? Oh my god. You see him just like <laughs> that would, if we had the I two think, leads I from so. home improvement go on a murder spree, I would Ew. love this. Oh my I don't god, think so. and Richie Rich could be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, he's like cocked revolver. I don't think so, Rich. <laughs> Oh my god, this movie became actually interesting now. <laughs> if we could just have the home improvement cast like try and kill each other. That could be... <laughs> oh my god. Plans are going on. Oh my god. Oh my god, and Cadbury could play, be played by the guy that's on the other side yeah, of the Wilson. fence. Yeah. That you never see his whole face because he's always covered by something. But but we would need to have him like constantly holding like a tray or something, yes. like yes. still hiding his face. Or a book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. 
Oh, man. Make it happen. This was the movie that should have been. <laughs> yeah. It's right about the same time as that show, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they missed missed opportunity. God. I used to love It's like, maybe we shouldn't put as many references to, to home improvement inside of here. It's like, what if we just made them all home improvement or, references? Or put all of the references to home improvement. <laughs> like the kids end up being the, the other siblings. Yeah. I forgot what the actress that plays his wife's name, but she could be in the, the she could be the union boss character. Maybe. I mean, who would pay, play the mom? Like you, you, you could kind well, of. I guess it would still be her. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the union boss could be like the the lady that's the tool time girl. Oh right, right, right yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Sabrina's hula dancing right now. I hula dance. I mean, she's giving that sway over there. Uh, Richie, Rich, where are we gonna call this one? Uh, this is not the worst. It's not like it's not. Yeah, it's not the worst. I was just. It was just. It's no mall rats. I no. understand that. And this is the problem with us coming into it. Like for a, a fan submission, we don't mean to just totally dump all over it. But it's just like we're going to this one cold, and uh, it's uh, it is not fully thawed yet. Uh, Radea, it ain't that great. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean I we we hear you. We acknowledge your childhood experience, and so like I mean. Totally, but we we all like movies like this. I mean, back then, yeah, I probably was yeah. like a great like. If I was still a kid, I'd probably think, oh yeah, this if, movie is great. If if I am allowed Ernest rides again, you are one hundred percent allowed Richie Rich. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like you you can't take away what I had, you know, Man on the Moon for because of the important time that it was for me. Uh, even though the movie is very bizarre, yes, um, and features crazy man who was crazy crazy then. Yep. Absolutely, may still be crazy. Uh, Sabrina, what's your feeling on Richie Rich? Um, I think it's for kids. It's fine. It's a decent movie for kids to watch, but as an adult, it just yeah, it's not that interesting. I mean, like the story wise, it's not that interesting for you know now that I'm older. It's not fun watching just a rich kid be a rich kid. I mean, I I still was like, okay, I'm cool watching this because it has Macaulay Culkin. And Macaulay Culkin's adorable. So, like, would you say that he's the sexiest man alive? No. <laughs> Some no. choices made were not good choices. Yeah, no. that's a, like again, like you're saying, like that was just a '90s thing of like, we'll make a it'd be kids, a precocious kids in these adult situations. And it's funny because it's so different than their expectations. But yeah. now it's like, oof. now it's mega creepy. Mm. Mm. Um, the yeah. I mean, as I said, I would be interested at some point to watch Blank Check, which I feel is like the second version of this, which ah. is the like kid that essentially writes his own check for a million dollars and then a suddenly a million dollars buys them everything in the world. Huh. So, yeah, it's it's kind of similar to this. So anyway, that has been um, the Richie Rich. It was he's, a movie. He's the Richie Richiest boy. Uh, thank you very much, Rodea, for bringing that up to us. Yes, thank you. You've not. It was. It's not Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's not Basketball. So not mall you, rats. Not mall rats. Uh, so you've it's, done it's no Razex Revenge or whatever. Roughnecks. Yeah, whatever. Hey, oh no, that one's not on that. That one's not that bad. That mm. one was the, no, no. I would actually say this is uh, this is on par with Razex Roughnecks, where it's like we get why Martin liked it. It's not good going into it cold now. It's uh, not good at all. It wasn't good then. Well, Sorry, I'm just well, dunking okay. on them. I know, but we know, but like mall rats and basketball were like actively offensive to my senses. I'm just like, I just hate this movie. I'm so glad I did not watch basketball. <laughs> oh, it's it's bad. So would you put them on put it on the Euro Trip scale? No, I I still enjoyed parts of Euro Trip for all of its all its dumbness we need to actually like create a scale at a some ranking. point like an actual like a a red never watch to green actually watch could, scale I could, I could i would definitely like i could if i could click through that pretty quick i think you know what that would be a fun little thing that we could do let's we could come up with we could create like a bar graph thing we could actually record it we could take all 100 of the things that we've done so far and then just stamp them out into a like green yellow orange red like bar thing and be like hey this is where we actually put these yeah maybe maybe we could do like a bracket kind of thing yeah we'll talk we'll think about it yeah the, the additional stuff maybe for the 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 future saturday friends fun that we can do yeah all right that's been richie rich uh 
Thank you very much, um, Rodea, for bringing that up. I will remind you, the next time I bring in a very bad movie, you are not allowed to talk ill about it. <laughs> you will all shut up. <laughs> yes, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, we all exactly. we all just nod and like... No, in, we all in, in solemn agreement. <laughs> yeah. We, we are all very understanding when someone brings a very bad suggestion. By the way, you still have more Sonic uh, cartoons to watch. Mm, I wonder why you brought that up. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can find us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash satfriendsclub, like our wonderful friend uh, Rodea uh, offered us up this uh, this uh, particular episode. And uh, Sabrina is just dancing across the room She's now. She's like a backup dancer for the podcast. She was, I believe, was that was that the Nene? Now, this is the reason why I've been talking about the fact that we need to start streaming the episodes. Because this is about the point that the streaming of the episodes would become really fun for the watchers. Everyone's, everyone, well, we're, I mean, we've done three episodes in a row. So we're all kind of loopy. Yeah, we are a little out of it. We haven't left this room. The car, the actual oxygen has left us. Yes. Um, it is difficult to talk because basically my mouth is super dry. Yeah, and, I, I, um, haven't, I haven't, had, haven't had anything to eat since breakfast. And even that was like was like toast. Yep. So we're tired. Anyway, patreon.com slash that friends club. You can join our discord. You can be part of our group that we have. You can get the episodes early. You can. There's so many cool join stuff. Us! Join us. Even a dollar. Join us for a dollar. Join. join us. Give us a dollar. Just a dollar. A dollar a month. You've got a dollar. Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar or go over. Or go over to iTunes and just, like, give us some stars. Like, drop some fat stars on us, dog. Yes. More more, more than one star, please. Starby, baby. Yeah, give us some fat stars. I want you to go to, to go there and drop them fat, fat old stars on our... Oh, shit. Yeah, why don't... What did you even say? There's a, there's a ghost in the studio, and I don't like it. <laughs> Casper, get out of here. Oh, my God. Casper. All right, I'm done. Satfriendsclub.com, Satfriendsclub on Twitter. We'll catch you next week when we finally figure out what we're going to do. Oh, it's going to be hot. Uh, We're going to do something that we haven't figured out. Um, I've got to get this set, and we will catch you next episode for more Saturday Friends fun. Bye. Now, you're not going to do it this time? Jeez. (laughs)